Hello, and welcome back to The Real Easy Show. Evan, I believe, I don't think he's still traveling, but uh, he's still not on. So uh, we got Hassan here. Say your last name again. I'm always bad at the last name. Name is Hassan Kader. Kader. Okay, that's I always want to say Kader. That's the thing. That's potentially the pronunciation. Yeah. I have no certain reason. Like, my dad immigrated to the country, or my stepdad did, and he just picked that spelling. And then you huh. go to Bahrain, like, where he's from, and some people spell it with a Q. Some people yeah. spell it differently. Some people say, Joder. I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, not a, little, even... that's a bit much, man. <laughs> you know. you Kadir is, like is a lot. That's why I get that a lot. Yeah. That's Okay. All right. Kader it is. Anyway, um, welcome back. Yeah. It's been a little while. Was it six? September, so it's been a... It's been quite a while. Quite a while. Um... So I know you've been selling real estate, doing that thing. Yeah, good times. Uh, 20-year-old. Yeah. Ni- yeah. 19, 20-year-old being in the... Uh, it makes me feel more like an adult than I actually am. Yeah. Because I'll go to like Auburn, I'll visit everybody, and I'm, I'm a little kid, and then I'll have to sell a house and like talk to people about, oh, yeah, well, your family could do really well yeah. here, like helping them plan out school zones and stuff. And it's funny. I'm sure they don't think you're 19 or 20. I'm sure... <laughs> no, they don't. Everybody thinks I'm like... like 24 and above yeah i'll go to bars just to there's like the elliton hotel in downtown birmingham i love it. it's got like one of the nicest views in birmingham but uh, every time i go there they're like you want a drink sir any restaurant i go to yeah. now it's really different because i'll be like let's have a water you're like oh do you want something out of the drink menu too yeah and you get your friends they're like little fakes and they're like <laughs> i guess we don't need that <laughs> that's funny um yeah I've, I've had that problem before think people thinking i'm older i it's not necessarily a problem i say a problem but I don't know. It, it's it's weird because you don't know how to react sometimes. Like, should I play into this? Like, yeah. especially if it's a stranger, you're like, should I just go for it and just say I'm older than I am? Um, but I always like the reveal. Like, oh, I'm only, I'm only, only 20. twenty. They're like, it, what? That <laughs> might know, be I'm twenty one now, but that's easily my favorite thing. Where it's just like, uh, if you talk to people for long enough and you talk to them like on their level, and there's somebody who's a lot older, and yeah. they're talking about like. Uh, I was at I was in California at a wedding and I talked to some like Netflix executives for a yeah. while and we were we were talking on each other's on each other's level for a minute and and then I was like yeah I'm 20 and they're like what <laughs> yo that's out of control bro <laughs> like, should I even be talking to you <laughs> like, I'm gonna get in trouble that's funny <laughs> um yeah so being past your age I mean okay so let's let's kind of delve into that you have a lot of friends that are somewhat older than you um. Including the the Sugar Pine Seven Boys, we were talking about this yes. before we recorded. Um, so, uh, dude, so years and years and years ago, there was this channel called Super Panic Frenzy, and if you guys know who Philip DeFranco is, he's a really big news channel on YouTube. He's actually just really hit his stride. He's on, he's killing the game right now. Yeah. But he used to launch other channels. Uh, there was a channel called SourceFed, which is really really popular. I'm sure a lot of people know about that. And then the offshoot of that was Super Panic Frenzy, was their gaming channel. And they hired this uh, this Minecraft YouTuber named Steven Suptic, <laughs> MLG Haunt, uh, to to be on that channel, and they were they were live streaming some some Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. And I'm a big Philip DeFranco fan, not necessarily a Steven Suptic fan, but definitely a huge Philip DeFranco fan. And uh, they were they were live streaming for a while, and I'm just watching the stream and. I have Philip DeFranco added on Xbox, and in Xbox you can add people without them adding you back. And I was like, I just like seeing his name on my friends list. It's great, yeah. it's Philip DeFranco. <laughs> and I noticed when I like tapped on his name, wait, it says join in progress, and I can yeah. I can press this button. <laughs> so I spam join in progress, and all of a sudden I'm in the game with them. And I like this is sophomore year of high school. I'm still a little kid. This is the greatest moment of my life. I'm taking a picture of the TV screen. Like this is so <laughs> cool. I'm in a game with Philip. This is the best moment of my whole entire yeah. everything. So. Uh, 
I'm chilling. I'm I'm still playing. I'm not stream sniping. Like I'm not actually like watching the stream trying to cheat. We're usually I think we somehow ended up on the same like teams as team deathmatch mm. every time. So I wasn't like trying to cheat, but I was just enjoying myself. And at one point I get killed in a ridiculous way. And way back when, how I used to practice the Mickey voice for vines or for anything was by playing a lot of Call of Duty as Mickey Mouse. So I got killed in some ridiculous way. I can't even remember, uh, remember how. And I was just like, oh, gosh, this is some nonsense. And then I heard my voice come out of my iPad. And I was like, wait a second. Does that mean? Okay. So like for the next hour and a half of this live stream, 5,000 people just listened to me make fun of Steven Subtick. And I was such a fan. Like I knew who the, the people running the stream in the background were, like the editors. One of his yeah. name was Matty Homeyer, a really cool guy. And I was just making fun of everybody. I was just going in as Mickey Mouse and just torturing them. And That's at the awesome. end of the stream, I tweeted uh, I tweeted Matty because I figured he wouldn't have enough of a following. And yeah. he's a nice guy. I was like, hey, thanks for, for having me on. Sorry I, I did that. And he's like, we'd love to have you on again. That was so much fun. And uh, I did, I want to say like four or five more times did that with them and i was invited and if i wasn't invited i still did it anyways <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and that was cool and then super panic frenzy was the first of those source fit channels to get tanked and uh then me and steve lost touch i think he had a couple of videos on his channel the steven septic experience he rebranded from a minecraft channel to like a reaction channel yeah and he had like fan questions so at one point i did the the mickey voice for like a snapchat q a kind of thing so uh. just keep them in my brain you yeah, know? Like, yeah. I, I still exist man <laughs> uh eventually 2017 rolled around and uh he hit his stride SourceFed ended he worked for SourceFed after he left super panic frenzy and he made a video titled the end of SourceFed, mm. and it was number one video on youtube's trending and his next seven videos were number one on youtube trending it yeah. was amazing and that channel went from steven subtick to sugar pine seven and i i could not be more proud just as somebody who been in a game with him once or twice you yeah, know? yeah and i was still screenshotting it when i saw it on the youtube channel like this is so cool we can yeah. think this is this is sick and i didn't have much communication with him uh over that portion of time at some point in october of last year they were streaming some fortnite and uh, i just gave a dono and i was like hey man congrats on on all the success or whatever and they had an empty slot and he's like like rush is my my gamer tag the rush 1000 yeah i know it's sad it's my club penguin username it just it stuck with me famous <laughs> people know me baby. as rush so i gotta keep it but uh he's like yo rush do you have a you have an epic game are you good at fortnite and i just like i was like yeah i was not at the time i was very bad uh but they invited me so i had them on my friends list and we played a couple games then and then uh they took a big hiatus from streaming and stuff they have their own channel stuff going on you can go look at uh, youtube.com slash sugarpine7 they have a big update video from two days ago that'll brief you guys on all of that but they've been kind of dark on that channel but yeah. not dark on Fortnite. <laughs> every single night oh my god they're just it's a constant let's 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 do this uh james DeAngelis, the other guy on sugar pine 7 he'll text me at like 1 34 a.m <laughs> just, just says the word game <laughs> okay let's do this we'll just you gotta hop in dude you gotta grind oh man <laughs> it's I've gotten a lot better at the game, but we have to, like, I'm a controller player and they play on PC. Oh, yeah. So I finally, like, I'm, I'm at the same level as them, but I just can't stand these people. If you play Fortnite, you know, the people that build, like, psychopaths and it's just upsetting. Yeah. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's so stupid. So you're cross-play with them? You're yeah. on Xbox or PS4? I'm on PS4 and I'm cross-playing okay. and they've been, uh, shoot, they've been, they've been wanting, urging me to get a PC recently. Well, Steve I mean, offered to sell me his uh his old PC for for fifteen hundred, so I'm, I might look into that. Okay, how old is it? I feel like that two years, but oh, uh, yeah. he said it was like two years ago. The only things that are old on it are the motherboard, but he said that was top of the line two years ago. So that's, I mean, okay. it's not bad, and he's yeah. got some 
and I, it's definitely worth more than fifteen hundred. He's just like yeah, yeah. he's just sitting collecting dust. So he's like, "Rush, you need to you need to have a PC." So we talked about that for a minute yesterday. I think it's also cool the novelty of that PC might have edited some of Sugar Pine Seven. It's like <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite YouTube just yeah season one of Sugar Pine Seven. If if you guys haven't seen yeah. that, so weird. You have it's to so keep weird. watching. Fever dreamy, but yeah, you got to commit to it. Understand the characters that they're playing aren't their real personalities. Although now that you told no, me, no, they kind it's, of it's, are it's, real. <laughs> it's like. Kib, so Clayton, he's smart. So he's not actually he's like not he, a, yeah, he's, not he's not as dopey. He's not as dopey. He'll do he'll be dopey for every bit that he does. Kind yeah. Of. But uh, now James and Steve are kind of on point. Steve is real sarcastic, really yeah. aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. No, we're just kind of mean, but like in an endearing sort of way. Yeah. Oh. It's pretty great stuff. I mean, and it's very it's very L.A., but at the same time, it's very like relevant to a lot of other personalities and you can kind of find yourself in any of the characters in the bits but it's also like kind of framed as a vlog so you kind of feel yeah like it could be real life and it's kind of strange well i mean that's what they called alternative lifestyle is what they chose as the title and it 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 works so well it does feel like it could be from another dimension or something also it's like what the hell like what (laughs) the choices they make in the editing and stuff like that too is great here's what i'll say if you guys watch the beginning of the uh alternative lifestyle season one playlist just try and make it to the video titled Sugar Pine 7. Yeah. And then you'll be hooked. Because yeah. that video, that is to this day just one of the most just like yeah. in stitches <laughs> laughing my ass off. And yeah. If you if you get all the jokes, like if you're able to, which all you got to do is just watch them from the beginning like you're doing and you'll understand everything. It's like one of the greatest like referential, like it's awesome. It's, it's, it's so good. It's a great series. I don't think it should have gone on as long as it did. Yeah. I mean, we talked about I this and they, they kind of, of agreed. That. It just got to like over 500 episodes and... They, it's clear burnout yeah. from all of them and it's not that they weren't putting out great stuff i think out of context those videos are still really good yeah but yeah. i i think i'm gonna i'm binging through season one and i might watch a couple episodes of season two and not do much more than that yeah just to like i mean it gets to a point from. like you said i mean burnout is a real thing and i i just don't well burnout and then like i didn't even watch the later season so i don't know for sure but season one is very like we're getting an office Kib needs to have yeah, citizenship. Like, like yeah. we need to get like be able to get him a work visa. And then I'm leaving SourceFed, and I want to give James a job. Who's my buddy? He's yeah. from SourceFed. Like, it's there, there. There's always a goal. Yeah, and it's in the background of everything. So what do you do when you're just a bunch of guys in an office? You know. Yeah, there's. I'm no, sure there's, there's creativity no, there, but there's no storyline. There's no what's the word for it. They're, they're not pushing for something. There's uh, no overarching theme. There's no yeah, motive. There's right. no way. There's no way we're getting. Yeah. Like because with that, then there's so many payoffs. You can even you know you could fake a payoff. There's so many good things you can create storytelling wise from having a, a goal at all. But yeah, I mean it, like it's almost like every show jumps the shark at some point. Yeah. You know, even Seinfeld did that, and people regard that as the best show of all time. A lot of or, you know best yeah. comedy shows are to like beat Breaking Bad with For Seinfeld. Sure. But um, you know you got to have that. Um, but anyways, it's a really cool channel. Check it out if you have the time. Um, those guys are great. Fantastic but recently they did just end it. I don't know if we mentioned that. Yeah. They're, they're over with They them. just ended uh, Sugar Pine 7. Me and James talked about it. Just like the idea of a channel like this is going to have its resurgence. Not like they're not actively making new videos. but yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It'll like, come back in recommended feeds. Everybody and, yeah. wants to talk about, oh, we miss Vine, whatever. Where the hell were you guys yeah, when I, I was grinding out Vine and I hit my stride and then they announced the app was ending because there weren't enough users? I know, right. Where yeah. were you guys? I miss Vine giving a... Uh, 
vines that give me life compilation seven million know, views yeah. where were you like yeah. uh, what the crap but uh i think sugar pine seven has that potential yeah. take some of those clips out of context put them in a meme channel email it to yeah. daquan you put it on his video <laughs> yeah. it'll have it'll have 10 million views on yeah. on instagram or whatever i think it has huge research potential eventually yeah they're they're very good at creating little bits and things and you don't necessarily have to have the context for it's just you know what the character is right off the bat like they're yeah. so good at representing that level of like not acting, but just like embodying a character, partly because, like you said, that's kind of what the person is. It's almost like loosely based on their real life, yeah. but um, so you know exactly who the broy, like you know exactly who they're who they're trying to portray. So it's easy to see through the bits, but um, especially like TikTok is so lame with so many ways. But there's some good content on there. Dude, you just have to search for like the amount I don't, I'm of not people. My, my Everyone's telling me to get back on. They said, Hassan. TikTok is Vine. Yeah. And if you want to come back and you're making content, you can re-upload your old stuff. You can go in with some new stuff. Yeah. It's like I'm tempted because I'm like, maybe I could and yeah. then I could bump my audience right to YouTube and I could, it, it, it's easier to make content when you have subscribers, not necessarily for everybody, but like I need ideas. Right. Like yeah. I'm really good. I'm a, I'm a decent filmmaker. I'm a decent storyteller, mm-hmm. but uh, like coming up with stuff and, and, and scripts on the spot, just pure ideas. Yeah. I haven't had as many of those recently. So just having that, those people to feed you stuff like on vine or they'd be like hey go to a taco bell as mickey mouse i did that it was great right, yeah. Twenty seven thousand views or something on my especially YouTube because channel. there's such a like that restriction of the seven seconds is so like great because it, it made you create something that was oh so literally filled with content like you couldn't do a seven second video that didn't have content in it on tiktok it's very you know it's possible to have like a I don't know the limit on that at all. I don't, I don't know if there I have is no a limit. idea. But you have some videos that kind of drone on and you're like, this isn't as funny because yeah. it's not as short. Like <laughs> the only thing that and the thing I at least the TikTok compilations I've seen, the yeah. videos fade out weird. I really don't like it. The, they don't just the cut transitions, off. They like yeah. fade into like their logo and stuff. I really hate that. I, know, I don't know yeah. what about it. It's just like I like the abruptness or maybe the looping feature of Vine where yeah. it's just like, but here we go again, or yeah. just it's ending. I don't like I don't like the way it looks on TikTok, but I, agree I haven't that. used the app yet. I think I should. I think it'd be a not a. It's it'd be a good idea career wise, not necessarily creative yeah, wise. Yeah. Like for my uh, yeah, true. my mental my mental or what do you call it? My peace of mind. Yeah, because <laughs> I love Mickey Mouse. I really do. Uh-huh. I like making Mickey content to a certain degree, but I also I don't want to get boxed in again. Yeah, you. Don't I want to do it, and Mickey I want it to be like an important part of my character and stuff. But I need like the forefront of me is I'm a comedian, right. and I I uh, what do you call it? I have a really good sense for cinematography and storytelling yeah the mickey mouse is there i love that it sounds super dope it sounds even cool on these podcast mics by the way. <laughs> fantastic hearing it in my ears it's like i'm listening to the real mickey yeah it's great it's crazy but uh i don't want that to be all i'm known for yeah. again the second time because people still like viners that i'll bump into or whatever for whatever reason they won't know me because i don't look the same i was and then you pop out the voice do the voice and be like, like dude you're yeah. the guy hey you did the the what are those vine with me yeah. Like, yeah i can do that <laughs> That was kind of embarrassing. Don't yeah. bring that up in front of anybody I know. <laughs> <laughs> it is tough. It's in a weird situation. We talked about this last time when you were here, but it's like it became you. I mean, I, and it's it's how a lot of people, even in the area, would kind of understand who you were. It's like, yeah. uh, like you you wouldn't necessarily see your face and be like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, but you hear the voice, you're like, God damn, oh, I know who exactly who you're talking guy, about. Dude. And it's like... <laughs> there's certain you don't want to be a one-hit wonder and i don't think anybody does that's in a creative sense or a creative world but it it does help get the exposure that you need i mean but it's so easy to have exposure now 
by just doing something completely different. Like we look at Lil Nas X, like that guy created Dude. an empire off of nothing. Like off literally of one song. Yeah. It's amazing. That's fantastic. It is crazy. I mean, he's, well, he, he knows what he's doing. That was my in intention with Vine in the first place. It wasn't even to be a Viner. I didn't want to be a Viner. I wanted to be a YouTuber, but yeah. I didn't make, I didn't know how to make good YouTube videos. And I thought, yo, if I make Vines and I get popular on Vine, I can move that whole audience to YouTube and it'd be great. Yeah. Turns out that's genius. That's what all the big, that's what they that's up doing. <laughs> every big YouTuber you know from Jake Paul to David Dobrik, that's yeah. Cody Ko. Yeah. We're all Viners. Like we're, we're all in the same boat. They did it correctly. And right, uh, yeah. I did not make that transition well. I hit my stride at the very end. Like I was getting like, I won the Vine impression contest. So like within a day, I went up 2,000 followers and then like, Every single day, my, my phone was always blowing up. Always, it's yeah. in my feed. But uh, and then they announced the app was ending. My feed went quiet. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was really it was a real big transition. Yeah, that's a rough one for for specific. Like I don't even know that anybody was really that diverse at that point. I mean, there were some people that had make it made a transition maybe to Instagram yeah. or, or or YouTube, but they didn't by the do end it of it, scale. like Jake Paul was there, David Dobrik was there. Their videos are very different than how they are now. Yeah, and they were like hundred thousand subscribers, not millions. Yeah, but. When Vine like was officially on its last legs, they were able to pull all of their subscribers, not all of their followers, because they had Jake Paul had like nine or ten million on, on right, yeah. Vine, and then he was at two or three million on YouTube. But he he found a way to make a Vine like content on YouTube where it's just like kind of crazy. The stuff he was doing was mind numbingly. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely stupid. But it's just like he he knew what he was doing when he got into the game, and it and it's hard to to accept that someone like that who's kind of a douche and like not yeah. more than more than kind of but someone no. like that you're, it's kind of hard to accept that he is smart and intelligent in a way it's like damn he really made something from nothing with, i got <laughs> see it's like i gotta weird, give him credit where credit yeah. is due but it's also yeah. like i think it's pure luck i don't think a lot anyone of you're, you're so you're youtube's right. algorithm just love the viners because it seems like to them it's like there are people coming from nowhere searching these people's names and yeah. then subscribing to them versus like a recommended feed. Right, yeah. So like YouTube's algorithm just shoved those in everybody's faces yeah. and, it, and it blew oh, up. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Because a lot of these people probably, I mean, YouTube was a thing, but it's definitely gotten bigger as it's gone on. You know, okay. There's no way to deny that, that it's gotten bigger the longer it's been around. So when you have a bunch of new faces to YouTube, they're all coming there for the Viners. Yeah. It's just easy to go ahead and push them all as a unit and just make that your new identity if you're YouTube. Um, and I'm sure a lot of it is from deep learning and stuff like that. Like, I don't even know how much of that is decided by a human. Yeah. I don't know much about the algorithm, but... I've The algorithm keeps changing, uh, yeah. but it's very subtly now. Like, we're talking about Sugar Pine 7. Conceptually, they're doing it right. Yeah. Like, they upload it every day. Every day. Five like, what days else a week. ask for? Yeah. Well, the problem was, I don't know what about YouTube's algorithm. Maybe people weren't just, people weren't just liking their content. That yeah. could have been in, but also, like... How the, how the algorithm works is it's not even about subscribers. It's about recurring viewers. Mm. So if my account isn't even subscribed to... Um, shoot, there's this YouTuber who does like Fortnite content. His name's That Denver Guy. is like a PE teacher. I'm not subscribed to him, but he's always in my recommended feed. And I feel yeah. like I probably watch every video he puts out, but I just haven't hit the sub button. Right, yeah. That helps his algorithm a lot. Yeah. Even if I was, were subs, it's about returning, returning viewers. Right, yeah. And I... The subs have become less important because of how many people just go to the homepage on YouTube and watch their recommended feed. Like, I know I do that now. I don't even go to my subscription box yeah. and look through those videos. I'll just, because I'll end up watching them anyway somehow or another, or I won't. And I just, that's for, for whatever reason how I use YouTube. Yeah. I just go to my homepage, look at the recommended. Some of that recommended is my sub box anyway. Yeah. And so I'll just watch all that. 
Some it's, it's weird. crazy too. So yeah, it, 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 you have the, the inside of YouTube a lot. Those, like, those videos where the whole comment section is just like, "What the hell's going on with my recommended? Like, no, why am I here?" It, <laughs> I love the videos where it's like 2010, nothing. 2011, it just keeps <laughs> yeah. going. 2019, YouTube algorithm, yeah, just shot it <laughs> up for no reason. And there's videos like that all the time. And it's not even like videos that are good for any reason. Like I would never leave a like. Like some of these videos, they're like diamonds in the rough for whatever yeah. reason. They just find a good one. But most of them, it feels like you click on them just feeling like kind of curious, but then it's like, that was pointless. But you see a lot of views on it and it just keeps, and it's going to be big and then it'll just die down again. Yeah. And it's like, what was the point of doing that? <laughs> yeah. I saw one that was Diamond in the Rough. It was like an iCarly compilation mm-hmm. and it was, it's like, uh, it's edited in the style that videos are edited now, like really abrupt and random and noisy yeah. for no reason. Oh, that's weird. And then like someone commented, why was this video made all the way back then? Yeah. But it's exactly how we make, like it's been that's waiting. so strange. Very interesting video because it's exact. It's like where you like zoom into the face and make the eyes red, and it's like yelling. Yeah. Lally Spencer's yelling at Carly, "You're grounded for for till college," and he's yeah. like yelling, and they just getting like <laughs> clips the video, the audio clips, and all that. Those are uh, that style. I don't know if that's still prominently popular for memes and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't really I, know. I try to stay away from it just because like I know if I watch it, I don't get recommended more of it and then I just, you're in like the, not YouTube poop. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those videos. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they edit like uh, episodes of shows and stuff like that. And it's great. Some of it can be good, but most of the time it's just crap and you're just like, I don't, like why would somebody go through the effort of doing all this editing? Um, and I just, it's funny, but it's not at the same yeah. time. It's like, it's purposely unfunny for yeah. a lot of it and you're like I don't get it dry um, humor was funny for a while it's like the office style humor but without the office style show right it's not where it's the like, same. A, like a bit where something's just not correct or somebody saying something yeah. rude or whatever and it's like okay cool yeah. funny music ensues and that's yeah. that's the meme I definitely the the little little features on social media where it's like see fewer posts like this been a lifesaver yeah because I've been going through and just like anything, anything that I don't like I need my explore page to be something that's worth looking right at. yeah and that's, people don't utilize those tools and and so it's very possible that those things will kind of go away or that they don't mean as mean as much because they're not being used but there the thing is you have to utilize it every time you see something you don't want to see the more often you use that tool the better it's going to be yeah. for you it's not because if you just do it one time doesn't That's do like, anything. Yeah, yeah, it literally does nothing, you yeah. know. But those those are great, that, especially the the ad version of that, which I don't see a lot of ads when I watch because I have an ad blocker on this, which is probably not good <laughs> for creators. But uh, I, generally, when I watch YouTube, it's on my phone or anything else, and I don't have like premium or anything. Um, so I do watch ads, but it's great to like if you see an ad thirty times in a row, just be able to click that and not see it again. The hooked ad, you know what I'm talking about? It's familiar. I don't know. It's like this. It used to be this weird text message like advert oh, where it's talking God. about yep. like right. it's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. It kind of it, it hooks you yeah, right, and yeah. then it get and then I'm sure like once you buy the app, it divulges. <laughs> it yeah. But like now they have this like one one video ad mm-hmm. where it's like Jason has the biggest you know what on campus, and it's just like a real video, and then it cuts off every time. And sometimes the beginning parts that are kind of interesting, and it's, what, yeah. it upsets me. I'm like, this is so freaking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah, they know the uh, buzzwords that you want to hear. Then they just that they don't deliver on it at all because they don't have to. Former know? Viner Drew Godden bought the subscription and like went through some of these videos. They're all horrible. Oh, just it's bad. A, just they're so bad. Like the text videos, but also he. Do uh, you know what the subscription cost? Just guess. Like a uh, guess what a subscription like that would cost. It has twenty five a month. Dude, it costs five dollars a week. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, <laughs> it's literally just right there. <laughs> five a week. I don't know anybody that's doing content that I would pay five dollars yeah, no a one, week for. No nothing, one, nothing. I can't even. Jesus, why would you? 
<laughs> I guess maybe they're trying to trick like little kids. I hate that stuff wow, though. Like the in-app purchases where it's so easy to do stuff. Although that, some of that's illegal now, but they've been doing a lot to restrict that. Yeah. If you accidentally buy something, which sometimes even I do that, because it's like so you like you'll tap on something to buy it, and you're like, I don't want that. I'm gonna press the home button on my iPhone because I don't have the iPhone 10. I saw the <laughs> it's old It's already one. doing the. It's yep. like the confirm purchase with your thumb ID. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, crap. I'm screwed. Yeah, I, when I was, I think I was a sophomore in high school. I don't even know if you can call it accidentally, but I bought a bunch of uh, Clash of Clans uh, gyms or whatever. Dude, we went in on that stuff. <laughs> we all had iPads. Everyone was doing it. <laughs> and so it was right around the time that those things started becoming illegal and like they were tra- tracking down. Like iTunes was able to give you refunds for a lot of it. Um, so we just like submitted all of it for, <laughs> for that and I got like all of the money back for it. I, but I, I, some of it definitely wasn't an accident i was trying to buy the gym so it's not like i could yeah. say that it was an accident but we got all the money back for it so i don't know um so that's my experience with that <laughs> is that i just submitted for a refund and got it it's also it's so funny because i'm i'm on these like subreddits where it's like illegal pro tips or something like that i can't remember the name of it but it's just little stuff that you can do to like steal essentially yeah. okay. and one of them is just like buy something from amazon and then say you never got it but i legitimately had a purchase like that the other day where or it was like couple months ago at this point i bought an on-air sign um and it never got here it was because i bought it before christmas and it was supposed to get here february something i'm like where the hell is it's like march or april i'm like where the hell is this thing um and i contacted them the guy like tried to vet me he was like you sure you you, this this isn't here i'm like yeah i've looked around he's like look around your whole house make sure it's not on the outside bro it's been months since it was supposed to be delivered (laughs) but then all i had to do was like push one more time he's like all right here's your money back so i'm sure it'd be so easy to do that with just anything i mean i'm not going to no no (laughs) because i'm not horrible but it's just so weird how especially a big corporation like that you can just push them a little bit and they'll just be like okay stealing is really easy in 2019 yeah let's be honest here the moral code's like you gotta you gotta be on the honor system for everything you do because you could just steal whatever whatever pirating software has got to be one of the easiest things right now dude the (laughs) i wanted to not that i was i'd ever torrent or do anything in that nature (laughs) But uh, I was trying to, I needed, I need new editing software because I, I had my iMac and I was like, I keep using iMovie. My edits look great. It's yeah. a lot more effort than it should be though yeah, to get there. Say, you can get there, uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can get there for sure. It's just a little bit more of like having to listen to a song and then like going through and finding the beat the, and then oh moving it and syncing it <laughs> without any software to help you. Yeah. Auburn gives every student creative mm-hmm. cloud. Yep. That's the best freaking thing in the know, world. Yeah. My friend Danny just gave me his all of his logins for Auburn yeah. and I downloaded all that stuff yeah. to my Mac. That's how I got stuff like Photoshop and stuff for my sister gave me her login, so I have all that. It's a dream, man. <laughs> I see friends constantly going to a college so they can get free stuff. I know. And creative cloud is so expensive if you oh don't my God. get it free. It's like six hundred dollars a year. Yeah. It's like a year. Like literally you have to pay it every year. I just don't get that. Like it used to be Photoshop you could buy once and then you have it I yeah, don't and it upgrades and it that. upgrades to the newer versions when yeah. they come out i don't god i, I like mean, the i, I mean so i will say those softwares are 600 dollars individually so i guess creative cloud's a deal but it's also like that's not a deal at all i know yeah why does softwares cost that much yeah i don't know i mean in adobe like has a, a stranglehold on a lot of those things like especially the way it works together like if you're trying to make a project and you, and you need to make something in Photoshop and then convert it to a vector opposite, you yeah, have a vector yeah. converted into something on Photoshop and then put it in InDesign. You need to print it and then it's like it's so great. It just you yeah. can just copy and paste it all if you wanted to. And obviously you can't do that if you have separate softwares. But oh, um, it's there's nothing worse than like I had to edit iMovie. Like, I edited stuff on my phone before, which isn't bad. It's not. It's it's difficult. It's yeah, not bad. Sure. Yeah. But uh, 
do you just like speeding like little things like time lapses yeah so you gotta speed oh, the dude, clip I've once to do that. you speed the clip <laughs> once on iMovie and then you render it Convert and then you it. put the render yep. back in you speed that up and you just do that until you have uh, enough a fast paced clip and I'm like this is the nightmare yeah, I hate this so that's much just the time that that would take oh my god oh man so if anybody looks at any of my old YouTube videos, they're all still up. They're not great. If you're wondering, like, they're edited pretty clean, it's iMovie, guys. Anybody can do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you hear it a lot, especially from Casey Neistat. He loves to talk about it. It's like it doesn't cost a whole lot oh, it doesn't. to get going. You can film something with your phone, and then film is obviously not the right word. Yeah. You can record something with your phone and then edit it on your phone if you want to. Um, it's really just about the storytelling. If it's, that's what's something that you want to that's get That's exactly into. the thing. I think that's my my issue at this point. I've, I'm really good at filmmaking and yeah, i'm starting to lose my storytellers drive a little bit to, yeah, yeah i haven't come i think it's i don't want to copy sugar pine seven i don't want to copy david dobrik and yeah. i don't want to copy casey Neistat. but i don't know what i would do in that in that field if that makes sense so maybe that field's not even for me i haven't really figured yeah, out possible. what i'm gonna what i'm gonna make it's one of those things you hear a lot like i, I listen to a lot of comedian or uh yeah, well, comedians podcasts and they talk about you know if they listen to Carlin or if they listen to like a great comedian you know uh, I can't think of his name oh, I just lost it damn <laughs> Dave something I can't Chappelle? remember his name. no well Chappelle too but they ended up just copying him on stage like if they if they listen to a, a special or something like that the next time they go up they're gonna sound like that they're gonna have that cadence and so they just have to restrict themselves from something that they love just in order to be original I have maybe the worst habit of that really by far because yeah. it's not on on purpose but like. You like Hot Ones by, with Sean? Yeah, Edith? yeah. It's one of my favorite talk shows. He is one of the most phenomenal interviewers yeah, definitely. in the world. When I watch a lot of Hot Ones, you I talk like Sean that. Evans for like the next three weeks, yeah, man. Yeah, like, hey, man, that. how you doing? Just <laughs> do the hand motions and all the yeah. whole the whole. He's shit. like, it's like he's goofy, but he's clean. I don't yeah. understand his his mannerisms. Uh, dude, it's I so love funny. I love how I am after watching Sean Evans because like <laughs> yeah, I, I, like Sean the Evans cadence, I like the good. cadence of my voice after. There's that. literally nothing dude. wrong with that. No, and like I've been binging Sugar Pine Seven. I've had like a little bit of like a Sugar Pine Seven sense of humor recently with like just my friends, and I'll just say random stuff, and they'll just look at me and they're like, "What are you talking about?" But in your head, you're so it's so funny. I'm sure, no, and, like, and they're laughing too because they're just like, "It is weird." Like, what yeah. the hell did yeah, you just say? It's so it's funny, like, man. Oh, but I definitely I don't just do that for like I do that for TV shows and stuff too. Yeah. It, so like growing up socially, I was kind of behind. Uh-huh. I want to say that all of middle school, early high school. So I, I was uh, born and raised Muslim, and we didn't have really big mosque communities. So like my social interactions would be at school, and that's it. And right. then everybody else, they had they had sports, and then they had their youth group, and they had yeah. this and that. So like going into middle school where I guess the social atmosphere becomes Mm -hmm. more prominent, they were kind of more developed than I was, Yeah, you know? And the way I would catch up at that point, well, I'd binge how I met your mother and I'd act like (laughs) Ted Mosby or Marshall Erickson, you know? And it wasn't a great idea. And sometimes it wasn't even intentional. It was subconscious. Yeah. I didn't mean to act like Dr. Who. I just watched a lot of Dr. Who, you know? Um, And I think it wasn't until like end of junior year, early senior year that I really was just like, I don't like who I am or Damn. how I am as a person. That's I, like, a weird realization, it was, dude. <laughs> it was, I like remember the moment. So, uh, I can talk about this now. Noah Burns is one of my, my best friends. Isaiah Kendrick, one of my best friends. I've known them for so many years. And, uh, they had like a, like a friend following it. I've been friends with them for, for the longest time. And they're like, oh, so we just don't want to be friends. And it was kind of, it was fucked up. Yeah. Realize it. Not cool. Don't do yeah. that, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> but like, I had to like sit down and look in the mirror. I'm like, do I like, being a sarcastic asshole when it's yeah. not even funny because i keep doing things that i don't like because because that's that's me that's who i am right yeah and then i just like had this moment and i just like rebranded you know a lot of people are like oh when you get to go to college you get to like remake Truth yourself you and are, people yeah. can view you who you are i did that my senior year and it was super different for me because it's yeah. like i 
not many people. I didn't have the best reputation in Hoover, uh-huh. but then by the end of senior year, I mean, I was an SEO and chamber choir and all this stuff, and everyone yeah, kind of yeah. just like, oh, Hudson's the guy. Yeah, we love him. He's great. And I'm yeah. like, nobody liked me like this growing up. I this know. Is so different. And I'm sure that's kind of like you almost have like, um, oh, damn, I can't think of the word. Oh, I almost said traitor. It's not really right. Uh, like it's it's like this this bias that people have, not bias, but like this feeling that people have when they're somewhere that they don't think they should be. Yeah. I can't think of the word for well, it. Well, I want to say Damn a lot it. of my relationships were informed just like, I don't necessarily like getting insanely close to people who don't remember the old me. Because I think it's like right. a, like they, they watched me grow up really fast within this like three month, two month yeah. time span. Yeah. And I think there's like this level of respect that comes with that and a level of like knowing that I'm growing up. I'm still like, I still... From from last time we talked till now, I'm a super different guy. Yeah. From then to like the beginning of that summer, different guy. Like I feel like yeah. I've been evolving a lot. It all kicked off that then and there during that whole like senior year. No and Isaiah, you guys suck, <laughs> scumbags. But uh, it just like caused this big cascading transition in personality and stuff. But yeah, it's it's very interesting. Uh, just to to it see how people perceive you. I mean, and that's I mean, a lot of people probably have like a a renaissance like that in their own life, and they don't really they're not probably as forefront about it or yeah. they don't even cognizant of it. Right. Yeah. They don't I'll even say like, I have a, a scary it. amount of just like, dude, I just noticed that I'm, I'm like hysterically <laughs> different and I, yeah. and I made this transition or whatever. Like, like going through a breakup over the last two years, I, I can remember like every individual. I also have like a stupidly good memory, not for like work or anything important yeah. in life. But if you give me a date <laughs> over the last year, two years, and if I can come up with one thing I did that day, I'll tell you what I did from the moment I woke up to when I went to bed. That's so weird, yeah. dude. And it's it's the worst. So like imagine yeah. going through a breakup, but you remember every detail yeah. of every single thing that's yeah, ever that's happened, good. every text <laughs> message sent. It's bad. Oh dude, you can God. delete you can delete contacts, you can delete numbers. Yeah, you, you memorize those <laughs> yeah, numbers, man. It's it's yeah. over. But uh you know, like cause of cause of that memory and stuff, I've been able to just kind of watch my my transition into like I don't know who I am now and, yeah. and who I'm going to be. I, I'm starting to be like a lot more secure. And that's good. And like, I mean, if you can be reflective and understand, like you said, you, you kind of respect where you came from, even yourself, like by just saying that you would want to have friends that can respect that. Yeah. You would, that means kind of that you would want to feel the same way. You would want to be able to see your growth rather than just kind of being like, oh, I'm a different person. I don't really care about my old person. Like you have to kind of acknowledge well, that it was, I don't even, okay. So like the, the running bit in high school, everyone like, it was my friends, but it was like, I'm the, the beta of the group. Everyone talks yeah. shit to me. It's like, but I was okay with that. I liked it. It was funny. Yeah. Um, when I meet new people, they just like me and they're just nice and yeah, they respect me and it's, it throws me off. I'm like, sure it doesn't it does. feel well, real. Yeah. Because like psychologically you were used to, if you had a new friend, maybe you were used to kind of submitting to them Yeah. and now it's not submission at all. Right. No, you're not asking someone to submit to you. You're not being aggressive or anything like that. Right. It's just a different scenario. Well, like, you're, you're just friendly with them and they're friendly with you. So you're like, this is not right. Well, naturally you know? I ended up being like. I was still the, the guy everyone made fun of, but I was more or less the leader of like the friend group or whatever. Like okay, I chose yeah. what we did whenever. Cause uh, I don't know if you know a lot about Enneagrams and that kind of thing, but I'm like mm-hmm. a, I'm like a two. You should look into those. They're really interesting. Okay. But in general, it's like, uh, I don't want to be the leader. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't care about that stuff. I'm usually the leader it and, and it, it falls in my, my a lap. Lot of it, see, I, I kind of became that when I went to college as well. I was never that guy really. I mean, cause I didn't have, I wasn't super I'm not, popular is a bad word, but social. Sort of, yeah. So I didn't have a whole lot of friends that I would hang out with, let's say like that. Um, and then when I got to college, like I had, I was one of the only Hoover people that lived with someone I didn't know. And so I became really good friends with all those guys. 
I started inviting all the Hoover people over. We we were just a really tight knit friend group, but I was the apex of it. I I created all the relationships. You know what I mean? So yeah. No. It I, became. It looked. Everybody looked to me to be, to be that guy, and it's not like I hate it or despise that or whatever. But it's not necessarily what you wanted to do. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. something I set out to do, no. and I don't I don't have a problem stepping into the role. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's the thing. Do you watch Game of Thrones at all? No. Okay. Well, the the main character Game of Thrones is is Jon Snow, and just to sum up, the show ended horribly. Don't watch it. It's not worth <laughs> yes. it. Uh, but to, like, to sum up his his personality, Jon Snow's the ideal leader. Right. He should be on the throne. He doesn't want it. Yeah. He he's had to lead people constantly throughout the show, mm. but he doesn't want to do it. But he's the best at doing it. Yeah. That's how I feel about like generally like what you were saying like the apex of of whatever i remember yeah. i invited uh summer 2017 just a bunch of people over to my house mm-hmm. and like uh kara brooks and anime uh i said anime and i was looking for a last name her name is anna <laughs> may her last name is may we anna just call may, it um, but uh <laughs> they funny. met at my house at one of my like random get-togethers people were coming over every night my parents yeah. like left the country for a while so everyone just came in in my <laughs> yeah. house as they please the end of end of summer right after high school and they met then and then they they're in the same sorority and now they're living together and oh, stuff wow. but they like met at my house yeah those little things that like yeah it's a weird when, when summer kicks off Hudson, when's the where's the group me we're gonna get everyone together i'm right, like yeah this year i'm not gonna do the group me guys you guys <laughs> wanna come together yeah you like know? you don't have to just because you did it once i mean there's a lot of precedent in life just like inertia almost like if something if something changes it's a problem somehow. Like yeah. it can never just, nothing can ever just end. Like people are like, what? You're not, you're not a part of this. You're not doing well, this. You're not doing that. I just wanted to see if someone would step up this year. No one did. So I think it's on me again. But you're like, going to just do it. I mean, I like having, I, I love getting everybody together. I was about to say, I think everyone's in such a different avenue of life now. We're not going to get together unless I do it. And let me pitch yeah. this to you. I feel like maybe it's because back when you were, sh- you should have been developing that social, like everybody's together, almost like enjoying the, not the glory days. It's a weird word to say, but like the good times when I you call it the glory days. Okay. When you, okay. Then for the glory days, when you weren't really enjoying that, when you were just being too like in your own head about it and not being yourself, you weren't able to fully like make everything how you wanted to. I can't think of the word for it. Like it didn't come to fruition in your mind until later on. And so now when you have that ability to be social and be yourself about it at the same time, you kind of want to recreate that as much as you can. And a bunch of people, it's not saying that other people don't want that to happen. They just don't necessarily go out of their way because they don't need to. Like they've already had kind of a lot of their needs met over the years. Yeah. And so now that you, since you waited for someone to step up, like that would have been great if somebody would, but now you're like, well, it still needs to happen. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like I'm kind of the same way. Like, well, we should still see each other yeah. just because nobody necessarily wants to make it happen. Doesn't mean it shouldn't happen. Yeah. And it's not that people want it to happen. They don't want to do it. That's the thing. Yeah. Everybody, and, everybody wants to see all their old friends, but nobody wants to text everybody and say, yeah. Hey, let's get together. And the and only, and, like the only reason that you would, not the only reason, but one of the reasons that you would want that to happen is because it's, I missed out on that yeah, for a like while. You need it. Yeah, you, so you still have I can't talk about this it. too much, but I have a, I pitched a series to a certain television organization about my life. Uh-huh. And uh, the pitch was more or less that like you get these, uh, the pitch of it, like the, the timeline of it is, Season one is first half or back half of my junior year, first half of my senior year, and season two is the whole back half of my senior year, and season three is what happens after. Okay. Um, but season one, it it's set up in a way like I was like this down on my luck kind of like I had friends, but people, I was the, the fourth wheel in every environment. I right, was I was yeah. always there, but I wasn't. I was enjoyed sometimes, but I wasn't ever necessarily wanted there. So take a character like that, develop him to the point where he has this realization, and then season two is Grand Slam. Everything's perfect. He's popular. High school's kicking. He's got a girlfriend. He loves her. Like Everything is perfect. Everything that he'd want to happen. Everybody likes him. He's got all his old friends back. And then 
pull the rug from underneath him because that's yeah. what happened when when college started because everyone left like yeah. everyone moved yeah. and relationships end friendships end and things like of that nature so it's like a a really interesting coming of age story yeah, that people yeah. don't really talk about people talk about the happy ending but uh sometimes you get the happy ending and then the story keeps going and it's not happy anymore you know? yeah I, know, I like that idea of splitting it all up uh, whereas like you'll see a lot of it where the first act or season would be everything's great and then the second act would be things go horribly and then the third act is a resolution yeah i really wanted to like let's sit in this like everything sucks but it's funny like it's supposed to be, it's supposed yeah, to be tragic yeah. humor it's it's hysterical i still have uh ajr one of my favorite bands uh-huh. they dropped a song called a hundred bad days uh-huh. and the through line of the song is a hundred bad days made a hundred good stories which makes me interesting at parties that's how i feel about my life in a mm. nutshell okay so like those bad days are my best stories so right, i love yeah. telling of like i fell off a cliff at some point just like random <laughs> random little anecdotes from from early on i'd like yeah. a girl and it wouldn't work out in like a really funny manner I, yeah, yeah. I have a bunch of things just i have scripts and scripts and scripts written right but yeah. uh well and I mean, a lot of it you could just draw inspiration from rather than trying to make it like an autobiograph- right. autobiographical well, thing. Well, my thing is I'm never, I'm not making up stuff. So like, I don't want to make a story that didn't happen. I don't want to, but I'm also that. like, I just meant no, like, no, 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 no. In yeah. general, like, uh, it's not autobiographical. Uh, like no one, I'm funny. And I think I had funny moments. I don't think I'm nearly as funny in real life as I am in that show. Right. Yeah. yeah that's what I was getting at. So, like, you don't have to make it just like brutally real. Like no. you can make something. And I definitely, a, you know, the, and I want stuff to be brutally real. Like when I'm yeah. getting to the the breakup portions and stuff, I think TV does a really shit job of showing how how emotionally taxing yeah. and hard. A lot of it are. is like somebody like, breaks up and it's like, get oh, him the ice cream. Like, oh man, oh. He's, it's over. Let me let me spend like a week being sad, and then two weeks we're gonna have sex with like twenty girls, yeah, exactly. and it's gonna be oh my god, he's back. He's wearing a suit now. He looks great. He's killing it. That's not life. No. You know, some people bounce back really quick. I didn't bounce back for close to a year and a half, two years. Yeah. Still, you know, I'm still bouncing. (laughs) I'm I'm normal now, but like, you know, the residual just like things here and there, the thoughts, but it's just like, I think TV does a horrible job of that. TV does a horrible job of showcasing like social media's effect on society too. And like how that's, different than how it was back in the day though have you ever watched a tv show where they like do instagram and they'll just do it wrong they'll just do yeah. it really really like, what's weird? the point of that what is that yeah. or like the phone the interface on a phone is wrong and yeah. you're like why even just go through do the it trouble? normal just like, do what's it like everybody else knows yeah. it like what? i think it, it it messes with the storytelling aspect it does. of it yeah like so the way that i had that rise and fall that i want to showcase the tv show social media shows it in yeah. the coolest way where it's like i and like 400 something followers going into senior year and I was getting like 30 likes and I'm satisfied 30, 60 likes, whatever. By the end I had 1200 and I was getting like 200, 300, 400 likes and it was great. But like that kept rising. Like it didn't stop rising the entire time stuff was great. And then even after it was still just as good, but it had no purpose. So if you look at my, my Instagram now, you'll go back to 2017, 2018. It's like I was posting every week, every month, whatever you go to last year I posted two or three things I, I found funny, you yeah, know, yeah. and it's only for comedic sense. Like, I don't right. think I post anything for like, here's what I'm doing, guys. Yeah, you update know. on my life. You yeah, know, here's yeah. a blog post. Like, well, and, and my thing is I had this really unhealthy habit of a spam account. Remember, right, those yeah, not but, good things, but <laughs> I deleted mine. It was a horrible, horrible time. If anybody knows me and read my spam account back in the Hudson Carter, most toxic portion of my Hudson life. Carter. My whiteboard name, man. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just... That time, that time period was just so indicative of social media and like having to to put on a show. Yeah. It was even like like just like you're not in communication with the ex, but you want to show that you're doing well. Or like, I know, yeah. There's a lot like, of that. It's like the uh, 
in the great gatsby where he throws a party just so, yeah. so one girl show up yeah that's what i was doing that's man it's like i'm posting a story to 500 people but it's about one person yeah. seeing it and then you're scrolling through your likes yeah, and she like it's it, like yeah. uh and it's not worth it it's stupid <laughs> it. and maybe they see it maybe they thought what you wanted them to think but at the end of the day it's kind of dumb and it was a waste of time i know yeah like, but you don't if, get I, I only know that because of hindsight shoot hindsight's 20 20 man because yeah, i was i was living in it back in the day. yeah somebody could even tell you that it's not worth it and you're not gonna it's not no, even that you sure. won't believe it you might even believe oh, it yeah. but you're just still gonna do it just yeah, i have a like, buddy going through a breakup right now and and i'm talking to him and i'm like this is still kind of like <laughs> i know everything i tell you you're not gonna it's listen not getting through to you. i yeah. can't listen to you like like <laughs> uh, like yeah. with uh i'm a really so being a two, it's called that's like the giving enneagram. What was the name of this thing as well? What'd you say? Enneagrams. Yeah, enneagram. Okay. Enneagrams. So uh, being a two, my personality trait, I'm very very giving. I feel like everything that I do, like the goal of YouTube for me, besides content creating and and making people laugh, would be, dude, if I could set up a way for all my friends to have a job with me, dude, like, even know. if they do their other thing, that's my freaking dream. Yeah. I love that. And any money that I've had for real estate or whatever I've been doing, if you go through my Venmo feed, you can see like you every day I send yeah. like ten, fifteen dollars to people to get like go get a go get a meal, go do this. Yeah. Because that's that's me. I just love I love giving so much. And, you know, with that comes like the crux of like if it's someone's birthday and I don't say happy birthday, I feel sick to my stomach. Yeah. And it bothers me. Yeah. And like my uh my ex had a birthday actually oh. and uh like for as much as like we're not on we're not on good terms i, I don't think we are in yeah. my opinion and uh i still couldn't help myself I was like i gotta say happy birthday yeah i cannot do it and it's not even like my friends were like listen just don't there's no point and i'm like but it's me if i don't yeah. say happy birthday then it seems like i'm upset and i'm not upset with it i'm not upset with anybody yeah. you know i wanted it i wanted to have a happy birthday damn yeah, i want no. everybody to have a happy birthday if i send yeah. it to you guys i'm gonna send it to her like it's right yeah. but it's so ingrained in me that's the biggest issue of my life at this point <laughs> <laughs> i gotta stop being overly nice to people that's a real thing i mean because it can expend your energy in ways that you didn't really expect it oh, to. oh yeah well i mean the thing with that is um I don't do things so people do things for me. Like it's not my goal. But, but at the end of the day, dude, people you are do still enough. gonna believe it that it's not. They're gonna think that uh, you just want something in return. Well, there's that. But then it's not even like I don't even care about people's perception. At the end of the day, it's like you do things enough that when people don't do stuff, it's not even like cognizant thinking. It's not like I'm intentionally thinking that. Definitely, nobody likes. It's like like yeah. I really just came all the way to Auburn. I bought everybody a meal, and like they don't like me. They haven't texted yeah. me in you and know like a you month said, or two. It whatever. wasn't your intention to get anything back, but it's almost it's just a human. You expect yeah. a human interaction with something. It's, it's like after, and I'm and I'm far more like cognizant of it now but i wasn't for a while and like especially last year that this is probably like my biggest transition of, of like the last year yeah has been just getting used to the idea of like i just got to be chill about it like it's yeah. annoying and i can think it sometimes but there, nobody thinks ill of you or whatever if they're not sending you a text message or whatever because they remember you and just because you do that i do that because i that's like important to me yeah but yeah. it's not necessarily important to everybody and that's fine that's not a big deal yeah. but that's been a big it's a big mental hurdle to jump over. Well, yeah, I mean, especially it's just like a human thing to want other people to be like you. And that's just kind of the basis for politics, for interacting, for social media, any of it. It's like you, if you, if someone isn't like you, not in like a racist way, but if someone isn't like you, it's going to be a little peculiar to you and you kind of have to figure it out. Yeah. And obviously as you, as life goes on, you understand it a lot more, but if you're like a 16 year old and you've only ever gone to a school where white people go to school and you encounter a black person and they have a different view on life or even a different white person that has a different view on life than you, it's still going to be really jarring and you're not going to understand it. And I mean, we don't really have that experience cause <laughs> we yeah. didn't go to an all white school and you're definitely not a white kid. So oh, for sure. <laughs> um, 
But it's like, for instance, if you would have grown up in Qatar, wherever, where did you say? Bahrain. Bahrain, yeah. Bahrain. If you would have grown up there, you wouldn't have understood American culture at all. Oh, not at all. American humor is very different than everybody. Yeah. Because I've so, traveled a lot. I've seen the world and they're like, yeah. yo, your jokes are mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you tell a joke, man. Yeah. That was a racist statement. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dude, like, what is Bahrain like? I mean, I know there's like that's one of those where there are a lot of rich people. I'm sure. Well, it's a really small. It's the size of Birmingham, an wow. island that's in the crazy. middle of uh, in the middle of the. I don't know what sea that is because I'm stupid. But uh, <laughs> it's like a 30 minute flight from Dubai or Saudi Arabia. It's right in yeah. the Gulf. But uh, man, it's it's interesting. They have a lot going on between like political protests yeah. and and things of that nature. That it's kind of become a hellscape in my opinion. Like I'm not going back there for, yeah. for a long time. <laughs> but uh, it's are you on the wrong side of it or is it just well, like it's you like, don't want to be a part of it well the thing is in general the side that's right regardless of people's political and religious belief is the side that's just peacefully putting up signs and trying to talk about things that they believe in right yeah and the u.s government love you guys but uh <laughs> supplying a militaristic police force that was imported so it's like the people oh. you know how, like they learned in egypt the, the police are aren't gonna stand with you they're gonna stand with the people they're the people's yeah people so in bahrain they imported all of the soldiers from pakistan and india they don't even speak arabic that's crazy like it's it's heartbreaking for them and they have like checkpoints set up everywhere it's a lot of like shia muslim versus sunni muslim thing yeah that's a that's a it's a it's a big topic for sure that's a millennia old problem. (laughs) but so like it's like the entire population of the island is shia muslim and the government and the the royalty is sunni so it's very interesting they so like they have this imported military police force and weapons and tear gas shells and everything supplied by the u.s love it so like there there was this moment where they fired a tear gas shell in the street innocent protesters they're not doing anything illegal Mm -hmm. they're not even blocking traffic they're just protesting fired shells children are there kids are there everything found one of the shells made in the usa i like that we like yeah. to brand it hey what's up guys yeah. <laughs> we put bombs over here who's ready they, they make I'm it like, nice and easy on. to tell who who they support i don't yeah uh, I so don't that's know. i it. say they we I guess. yeah well and, <laughs> and at the end of the day that whole trip that that two times i went there really informed my worldview and like i had yeah. a conversation with a guy that i know and he was talking about how u.s involvement in other countries is important for our foothold in the international community and i'm like it's not i don't stand by it i don't think we should yeah. be i don't think we should be meddling in other countries when we have debt and we that have was someone from here or from there from here okay from here and they had a pretty like intense opinion about american lives and i was like yeah i don't care about american lives i care about human lives yeah well, well that's it, a weird thing to say like no that. but i know what you mean Phrase i know what you mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like in general i that term is so ridiculous. It needs, you need a term to encompass everybody. Cause yeah. I get it. This human was born and raised in the U S he's real lucky, right? Yeah. That guy was born in Bahrain and raised in Bahrain. So you can hate him for whatever, but he was born all the same as you. He's just yeah. in a different place. Just a different, you know, <laughs> geological location. Exactly. Ge- what's the word? Geographical. Geographical location. Technically yeah. geological. Geological too. <laughs> yeah. There's rocks over there. <laughs> but uh. it's, and that, that was really early on when I was having this discussion. I was really frustrated. And now I'm a, I'm a little bit more chill about it. That when was that when you went? Um, I went in middle school, so like seventh, eighth grade. And then okay. I went again my sophomore year. Mm. Um, so and now I've, I've more decided not to go again. So it's been a little while though, six, four or five years? Yeah, it's been a minute for me. Um, I And it's not that for lack of being offered to go. I don't go anywhere. My parents go. Yeah. I, just, uh, I just stand they by. Have, you have family there still? Yeah. My, my stepdad's whole family's there. Okay. They're all from there. So... Um, yeah, at the end of the day, traveling, you get a really different worldly view. Yeah, even to somewhere that's peaceful and not involved with no, something right, like that. Right, anything. Like I've been going to, to Europe and and Dominican Republic and Mexico yeah. and, and Bahrain and Dubai and, and Saudi Arabia. You learn a lot about human beings and how 
it sucks that we're not all the same. Yeah. It'd be a lot more convenient. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But everyone's raised in such a phenomenally different environment. It, yeah. It'd be shocking if we were the same, you know. And You're right. I mean, and that's kind of the... I mean, it's the argument against racism as well as for it. It's almost like... Uh, not that I'm arguing for racism, but it's like the argument against it is that we're all different. The argument for it is that we're too different. Yeah. That's like, you know, well, it, we're different. So <laughs> there's got to be a, a hierarchy and it's like, uh, I don't, I mean, it's, it's weird because hierarchies have been a thing for ever. Oh my God. And they still are. A thing like in, in a India, lot of the caste system. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's like based on deep rooted values in that country. And it's like, you can't just not go against or You can't just not be a part of it. Yeah. They, I mean, you could deny it all you want. They'll still treat you the same. It's not like, like you're in the cast exit, that you're in. You, you can't, can't exit the cast just because you don't believe in it. Yeah. That's just where you are. And and it sucks to think like people are living in that circumstance. They'll never get out. We're yeah. so lucky to be in America. Like, yeah. dude, you can do a podcast and I can do a YouTube channel. Know, we yeah. can move out to LA and can kill it in a few yeah. years. You know, we, we could look at each other right after we stop recording and just be like, "Hey, you want to fly to LA?" Like that's we something could, that genuinely <laughs> and like. And you know what? Dude, we'd have fun. Yeah. I mean, it's something If that, we go in June 10th and we, we could go to all the Twitch parties, we get to yeah. hang out with Ninja. <laughs> See what that does for <laughs> us. crazy. Yeah. But. And that's something that most people will, I mean, most people is, is, a, is a vast understatement. We'll never be able to yeah. understand freedom on that level. And it's like, that's the beauty of this country. And a lot of people kind of try to make that part of the problem. And I'm like, how do you turn freedom and able to like economic freedom and more more importantly how do you turn that into part of the problem like right there are so many other issues that don't have anything to do with money that people attempt to make it about that and like we have nothing close to a caste system like yeah there's like ghettos and stuff like that and, and hoods that were created by the government to keep you know, supposedly keep yeah. black people down or whatever it's like i'm sure you know i i submit that a lot of those probably were created with ill intentions but the thing is like now some of those ill intentions are just coming from the 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 deep-rooted problems that are that you're contributing to by acting like they still exist and it's like it's a it's a forever compounding issue until you just kind of let it go yeah a lot of it is too cyclical but i i I will say there i mean there's something to like there's this guy i know nice but he's he's like the most casual racist i've ever met (laughs) once high school great it'd be like that here he'll talk about he's like he's (laughs) like black people are complaining about problems that are old. I'm like, dude, nah, there still is, there still is a struggle. Like it's not the same kind of struggle. And sometimes it is, but like the, uh, the idea that you could be born in a neighborhood and you go to Hoover high school in Russell woods and you have a great life, whatever, or you were born in downtown Birmingham and you go to Jefferson city school system and you have to deal with that. You got very different outcomes. You're like, oh, you can just make money and work hard. Yeah, you can. But me working hard gets me a lot further than them working hard. Yeah. Ours, we could have the same work ethic, but I'm over here in a very fortunate situation. Right. And I can yeah. go a lot further than they can. They have to work 10 times as hard to get half as far. Right. And the thing sense. about it is a lot of it just comes down to being able to accept that and kind of put our biases aside because we're we're all born with a different set of biases and yeah. biases, I guess is the way they say it. But uh, you just kind of have to, once you accept it and kind of become secure in those biases and, and understand that every every decision you've ever made is affected by those, then you can kind of set the differences aside and are able to conquer yeah. those issues. Because we have those issues, but a lot of people try to try to make it like your friend said or the guy that you know, I don't know if you said he was a friend, <laughs> saying that black people are <laughs> upset about old problems. Like, sure, talking about slavery in America is kind of ridiculous, but a lot of the problems in the civil rights era was yeah. deep-seated because of slavery. And it's it's like the problems were 
the problems weren't created. They just existed when the black people showed up here on slave ships. It was, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, we trekked here and uh, they made us slaves. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> we well, and, and I had so a different stupid. guy, uh, super nice. This guy, he just, he made a, a statement. His, his family does like inflatables and they're in like uh, lower income neighborhoods here. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know why those people always act like that Ooh. and they don't, they're not better. And I'm like, well, why do you act like how you act? You know, exactly. they're raised in that environment and it's different. And they're like, and then I think he was saying his dad, a little older fashion. He's like, he's like, they're always going to stay like this. They want to stay in these neighborhoods. They don't. Yeah. It's tough. No. It's hard to get out of these neighborhoods. It's, yeah. it's near impossible, honestly. Cause like, yeah. look, we went to Hoover high and we met a lot of people and neither of us did the college thing. And we did pretty well overall yeah. in general. Like you did the college for a little while. I yeah, did for yeah, a little yeah. while and we both kind of, yeah, we yeah. might go back I, don't, I might go back i don't know <laughs> i don't know but yeah. at the end of the day it's like we still did really well for ourselves somebody on the exact like in this oh i know one could zip be code over on what we're yeah, yeah exactly it's one zip code over that guy's got no future potential he's got nothing yeah. going for him you know yeah and it's just a matter of resort like resorting to something that will i mean because it's tough because uh, the level of successful opportunities that that someone in an opportunity or in a situation like that has pales in comparison to the number of opportunities that you or I have. Like yeah. it's just a, a sheer number of things that we could go try to set out to do. And if we fail it, we it's not that we have a fail save necessarily. It's just that we're able to kind of bounce back. Yeah. We have like a little bit of, of give, we have a room, yeah. we have room to mess up. They don't. And yeah. it, I mean, it, it's hard to generalize like that, but a lot of people that grow up in a the point where a, we get fired from a job and we still could get another job. They yeah. could get fired from a job and that could be the only decent paying job in that area yeah. and then they're screwed. Right. You know? Yeah. And then it's it's nothing but impossible to get back out. It's like you can't you can't you just have to resort back to end up living that life of the attitude where I'm just going to be here forever just because it's what everybody else does. And I've, I've tried my opportunity and I failed. And that's such a human thing to fail and they just don't it's tough because the opportunity to fail is, is not there for them. Yeah. And that's what, it's something that's so important in growth is failure. So in order to, to grow and, and become a, a better, put yourself in a better situation, economically, whatever, you have to be able to have those failures to yeah. grow from them. And if you can't do that, then you can't grow. It's just, I, I mean, mean, it's I was just, just how it works. Like I had a, I had a falling out with my parents in like the end of 2017, like new year's Eve. And I had to move out and, if I was in that neighborhood, I'm homeless. Yeah, where I'm are on you going to go? You literally I, you know had to go to the street. I went and lived in my friend's basement for two weeks, and that was I had fun. I enjoyed yeah. myself. It was like it was a really enjoyable time. Yeah, it could have been. And so then my different. aunt literally was like, "I have an apartment that I pay for because I'm an independent woman, but I don't live there because I live with my boyfriend. You can you can live there." So I had yeah. my you know I had my own apartment for a while too, and uh, I got so lucky. I mean that's such a that's such a big break. Yeah, I wasn't going to school and I was working at a daycare that is very clearly a part-time job and I did nothing else for that five month span to improve myself. Right. That's horrible. I yeah, shouldn't have I mean, gotten away with it. And like now I'm, I'm kicking into gear and I'm doing what I need to do. But yeah, yeah. It's a very bad idea. To for do sure. That. But the, just <laughs> the fact that you were able to get to a point where that was possible, made possible just basically like you said, from sheer luck. It's yeah. like just people don't have like luck. Isn't something that's truly bestowed upon you by the gods. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's made by a certain number Circumstance, of circumstances situation in, in life yeah, yeah. In situations. Uh, just that your aunt lived here and had an yeah. apartment that she wasn't living in. Like I got that's, so lucky. That was a slam yeah. dunk. I mean, it was it's crazy, but yeah, <laughs> but some people live with their aunt and their parents and their uncle and their grandfather, yep. you know what I mean? And, that, and they live in a two bedroom apartment or whatever, even and a one bedroom. <laughs> 
And that's just, yeah. No, and I, I've seen so much of that. I mean, working in real estate, I'm, I'm, in, I'm at properties a lot. I'm down there in those neighborhoods and yeah. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. And I, I have to do a lot of eviction sometimes. It's a little heartbreaking. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people have lived in places for 20, 30 years and the places are pretty horrible yeah. in general. And they're like, how can a human being live here sometimes? And yeah. it's like, it's all they had. That's all they could have done. You know, that's the best they could do for themselves. Yeah. And they, that's just what they know. And it's just, it's tough. I mean, and, they, and some of them, maybe not, I mean, there's, it's just like any group of people. You could pick out any 10 people in the world from any random, you're going to have one that's shitty, one that's great, one that's yeah. inspired, one that's a genius, it's one that that's PewDiePie depressed. said, what are you saying? He's like, he's like, out of 90 million subscribers, there's bound to be a bunch of degenerates. Yeah. Because he, he had to end the subscribe to PewDiePie movement, oh, yeah. which we talked about that right before it kicked off. Like, I think we I know, talked yeah, about the we podcast about that and then the it, T-series, and then full it really gear, kicked just, into gear. Just, just went insane. Because I didn't yeah. even know who T-series was when I came. I right, like, I know. Yeah, we were looking it up. Like, about? Wait a minute, it's an Indian? Oh, wait, they're oh, doing music video? That's interesting. I can translate some of these. I never did that video. I probably should have translating because like or use a really weird language so oh it's yeah like, i remember you told me they that. say stuff for the sake of rhyming but it doesn't make logical sense <laughs> it just <laughs> it sounds so dumb that's so stupid so i was thinking about going back and just like doing like a like dubbing over it and stuff but my format was just weird mm. that's a, that's the other tough thing like you can look at like a cody co or pewdiepie video and they're like oh they're just sitting and talking about a video that's hard no i know you can't just if you don't come do, up if, with something every 20 seconds to say about a video <laughs> like, i think i can i need a person with me true i'm so uncomfortable by myself on camera not necessarily like if i need to read something off a script i can act fine that's okay yeah but like something that i wrote myself or my own jokes it's just Dude, me on a camera horrible me doing stand up <laughs> in front of an audience that's fine yeah by my Jesus, well because it almost dude. feels like familiar because you've seen people do it before but like standing there alone not only have it is it very rare to see that it's also weird like when you've seen it probably you're like this isn't right yeah. like even people on youtube that sit there like and it's like it's edited poorly there's a bunch of jump cuts like there's a bunch of weird stuff going on with these singular person and it's almost like all of the time it's an apology video or something and it's like this isn't what <laughs> this how to start an apology to do how to start an apology <sighs> guys <laughs> Love Don't forget PewDiePie to cry in the middle of the apology video. videos. Oh, so good. He's rating all of his stuff. Oh, oh God. I see so much crap about like how bad he is and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I my God. You know, I had I somebody who so was good. my friend talking about just like that there should be repercussions. It was Isaiah, actually. Isaiah, one of my friends who abandoned me. So one of, <laughs> so one of my closest friends. been friends since preschool. But um, he, we were talking about that he thinks PewDiePie should be held more liable. And my opinion of it was... I guess he's got 90 million, but he's talking about the ER situation where PewDiePie recommended a bunch of channels, like 30 something channels. And one of them, he recommended an anime review. And this channel apparently has some anti-Semitic values mm. seated in it somewhere mm. throughout the channels. And PewDiePie got such hot water. Oh, for I'm it. sure. Yeah. White supremacist right. Felix coming back. It's like, guys, <laughs> he's, he's one person. Right, and if BuzzFeed yeah. were to do something like that, rip into them. They're an organization. It needs to go. It, yeah. it goes through five different filters. Right, yeah. It goes from PewDiePie's camera to Brad the editor to YouTube. Yeah, and I get, I get why people are like. Well, he needs to be held to a higher standard. He knows that now. But let's give him some leeway. If we're giving yeah. Logan Paul Suicide Forest leeway, we're going to give PewDiePie. I know. It's like it's almost like that didn't matter. It was like a big story, but it was like it just still made him be- bigger for yeah. some reason. <sighs> Man, that's so upsetting. It is. Why are we we're rewarding? And it's that that's so cyclical at this point. I know. Like. Dude, if we make it to the top, if you make it to the top of the podcast game, I make it top of YouTube. Let's start some beef. <laughs> let's do it. Dude. Let's start some beef, dude. Because then it's you st- the real way to right make- off of that that you can start your own YouTube channel and I can start my own podcast <laughs> just because we had that there level go, of just yeah. going off on each other. Yeah, that'd be great. That's really the best way. 
for whatever reason. It's sad, but that's it. I mean, YouTube's had three big drama seasons so far. I mean, we had the original drama, which was the commentators, Leafy is here and, and yeah. those guys, and the pranksters was the second era, oh, and then the third wave is that. right now. Yeah, dude. Or no, no, no. First wave was commentators and pranksters. Second wave was U- Viners, mm-hmm. and then third wave is right now with yeah. Tati and James <laughs> Charles. Charles. <sighs> we'll, we'll get to another era at some point, but... Can't wait. Drama. I can't wait till real. I get involved in some YouTube drama. <laughs> I'm like looking forward to it a little bit. That's gonna be the dream. It's gonna be great. I mean, it, it, you just gotta keep your wits about you. Don't yeah. make it so emotional. I mean, that's honestly it. Like, I mean, if you want the views, maybe you get emotional. You know, it's like I don't I mean, know. My thing is just to. <laughs> I hope I don't ever do anything that's that controversial. Like, right. I'm gonna be in like the hot I, seat. You better hope you're the. I want like a Cody Cola. You're the Cody thing, Co- where, yeah, yeah, where I'm like making fun of some kids and not even kids. You're not even kids. I love it. He goes, "What kids? <laughs> what like, kids?" <laughs> He just he goes, like, bro, bro. I, I hate know how people you bully kids, bro. You bully them, <laughs> not even bully, bully. Come bully. on, Jake. That's not how you say that, man. Come oh on. my god! Oh. If you haven't seen the the Jake Paul Cody Co confrontation, check it out. Yeah, watch it. Watch the Jake Paul version, then watch the PewDiePie version, then watch Jeff the Barber, <laughs> then watch Cody Co's response. <laughs> it's that le- layers. You'll have yeah. hours of entertainment. It's like binging Dude, a, a I Netflix did it, series. I think I did it backwards. With the, that order, I think I watched it exactly the opposite order oh of that. But that's fine. It was still it was <laughs> still enjoyable. Um, oh man, yeah, classic. Those stuff. guys are so interesting. How can you make millions and millions and millions of dollars? You're he's set for life. Why yeah. is he still doing this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Like when you have. If I attain that level of success, you know what I'm doing? I'm switching to podcasts because I like sitting down and talking yeah. more Having than anything else. Connection. And if I think of something really creative or a movie or a TV show or something, I'll pitch it. Chase I'll do that. that. Yeah. But, but I'm not going to do YouTube. Don't set out like, to YouTube every day. Like, I, it's so dumb. It's yeah. not worth it. It's it can't not, be. It you can't, can't tell be. a story every day. Even if Casey Neistat couldn't do it, guys, you can't do it. I know. And Casey's he, the guy. He really he pounded it out as much as he could. And he gave up. He I mean, not gave up. I mean, he was really truly burned out. I mean, he yeah. it took him a long time to accept that. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes. Two and, years yeah. of vlogs straight up. And man, just, I remember when those videos were coming out. How oh, I know. that was such an amazing season. That twenty seventeen, that first half for me, that's yeah. gonna be shown on, on my my show if I if everything works out the way it should. Uh that was like popularity i'm finally like comfortable with my personality yeah. my boy steve subjects on the, the popular page <laughs> yeah. of youtube uh just casey nightstat vlogs yeah. it was like the happiest little season of my life just it's in crazy. general everything was perfect yeah always go back to 2017 <laughs> it's beautiful <laughs> that's crazy i mean it's it's funny how that worked out like you have different like uh cycles of different completely different emotions and feelings because like a lot of people kind of have uh, an ebb and flow of every day like they yeah. they have happy moments they have sad moments they have happy months they have but it, you having like a whole first it was, half of a year i mean it was insane i want to say that that entire time I mean, there were obviously down spells like days where stuff wasn't great but yeah. they were days and you'd wake up the next morning and you'd still have all the same friends you'd still have all the same relationships and you'd yeah. still have the, the great stuff to watch and whatever and like right, yeah you were killing it like uh, I was a big Arrow, Arrow Flash fan, the CW okay, shows, yeah. and I've been watching since Smallville ended in 2011. I've been watching f- for every episode as they come out. <laughs> yeah, I loved them. Uh, Arrow season five, the show had kind of fallen off. Season one and two were like a cinematic masterpiece, in my opinion, and then right. season three That's and four, yeah. dog shit, horrible. <laughs> they shouldn't even made that. Season five, however, masterpiece. They really? went right back to the roots. They were finishing so good. That was happening during that time period too, where I'm like wow. watching Arrow for the just first like, time, and I'm like gripped to my seat, like this is so nuts. good because you, you had such a bad experience, and then it pounced right back. That's so weird, man. That's so weird. I, I and that's why I want to like. I do think TV shows do highs and lows wrong. 
I think they really, really portray them wrong. Yeah, like we were talking about. Yeah, I, I wanna, I wanna show that just the absolute height of right. everything, and, and then, then also like what happened. What followed was dev was devastation. Yeah. Like the year that followed, just dude. That's know. funny that you say that. I, that immediately made me think of Infinity War to Endgame, dude, and how they didn't really stay in the depth very long. They didn't, but I will say. Maybe the best movie of all time Endgame? for me. For me, just Endgame. how just how how it wraps up things. Wraps how up it's in literally twenty two movies into one. It's yeah. Like, they, well, they talked about twenty one. They're like, well, someone was saying that everyone's dissatisfied with Game of Thrones. No one's ever going to be satisfied with the ending of something. I'm so satisfied with yeah, the end of that game. Yeah, they could never make an MCU. I'd movie be okay again, with that. Honestly, totally like, like I wouldn't be that upset. Yeah. You know, I'm, and the I, fact I'm, that they're making like probably twenty more. <laughs> probably twenty, maybe maybe a hundred. Come on, yeah. <laughs> I don't think the superhero bubble is going to burst no, anytime soon. There's no reason for it to, yeah. man. Like making two billion dollars. Uh, no, I guess not two billion yet. That was two billion earlier. <laughs> more than that now, right? I don't we're know. Over, we're over two billion. Oh really? I yeah, didn't know that. Crazy. I know it passed Avatar. That's very exciting. Yeah. So Saldana, good for you. I know who is both. Yeah, crazy. But, um, but that, yeah, dude, that culmination, that ending, yeah, it's oh like, how do you, God. and it, you could tell it was like crafted to be like that. It wasn't nothing. I mean, some, maybe some of it was coincidences or something like that, but most of it, you're like this thing that they, it was kind of a loose end and it just looked like it was going to be a loose end and that's fine. It turned out to be a completely tight knot at the end and you just have no idea how they would have done that. If uh, not for like the geniuses that also, are behind it. Their time travel, that's my favorite version of time travel. A lot of it, yeah, because you can well, explain it better rather than just so like, like The Flash is a TV show. Did dipped into time travel during season one, it was done really, oh, really? cool. Right? Mm-hmm. And then season two and three and four and five, they've done time travel horribly. Mm-hmm. It's been abysmal how they do it. It doesn't make sense. And they're of the whole like you go back and change something in the past and, and then you changes. come back and it's right? different. But I love the MCU version. Yeah. Just the idea that like, dude, I could like just go back in time and I guess I'd have to kill my former self, former <laughs> self but I could just take over my old you life. Could be that I could go back to 2017, go back to 2017 and wow. do everything right. Yeah. Be, make my, move my Vine audience correctly, yeah. solidify my relationship <laughs> with YouTubers and stuff. Wow. Dude, there's so many little things. You gotta be okay with killing yourself in the past. True. You know, yeah. That. You could also go back in time and like give yourself that Convince advice. yourself, yeah. Tell that, him what to yep. do and then like maybe go back into his timeline and see his future and be like, Okay, he did it well. That'd be now nuts. I'm gonna go back to a different time. <laughs> take his life. <laughs> wow. Oh. We had like me and my buddy had a really long conversation about that. They're just like, could we do it? Could we kill ourselves? Just yeah. take over. I'm like, it's kind of messed up. It's a little weird, but it's a little weird. I'm like, how much different do I look from 18 to 20? And I'm like, well, my beard filled in a little bit more, and my hair got better, but everything else I is virtually that, the I same. Mean, you know, yeah. it's it's not like impossibly older. You're not like, what yeah. are you? What are you they'll 18? be like, they'll look at me. They'll be like, Hudson, you change your hair <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, just got a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Tay did it <laughs> at cuts by Tay on Instagram. Maybe the best barber in the area. I think he follows real easy show. He does. I don't know if he listens, but I think he does. We talked about it last time. He's cut my hair. All right. Awesome. Yeah. What up, bro? Yeah. Um, Tay taught Evan how to cut hair. Pretty sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know Evan does cut now. I, I don't know how much he's doing. But I think he just does his friends and himself. Yeah. I don't know if he's been trying to be a barber or anything. Um, but, uh, going for a little over an hour. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It's good stuff, bro. Yeah. Always good seeing you. Happy to be here on here. It's a good time. I'll get you some new animations, hopefully, with your yes. videos. Um, Dude, I kind of want to tell you the one bread, two bread story just to see if you can animate it well enough. Okay. Dude, okay. Go ahead. So, friends, we're going to end this on a, on a story. So, uh, a year ago, I talked about living with my aunt. So, living with my aunt, at first, it was just me and her. And then her son came back from Chicago. And now her son, he's got a little bit of a mental disability, but kind of not. He just kind of, he goes off to Chicago and he becomes not the greatest human being ever. Nice guy overall. You know, he knocks on my door randomly in the middle. Like, hey, man, 
That's, that's how he says everything. He just goes, "Hey, man." That's how he says hi. <laughs> it's great. But uh, living him, living with him was interesting because, uh, well, you just you just go off on these tangents for a while, and, and it, it was weird. And I feel like he was the ringmaster. He was kind of controlling my aunt. It's mm. really interesting. <laughs> uh, at one point, I was laying in my bed and I'm listening to this conversation. When he got back, he he used to eat excessively, so he got diabetes. He was a little sad. He had to watch what he eats. And uh, my aunt and him are having a conversation, and I'm just laying in my bed listening. And she just goes, "Here, you can have one piece of bread." He goes, "No." Two bread, one bread, <laughs> two bread, one bread, two bread, <laughs> one bread, oh two bread. One hour later, right? Full hour. I walk out of my room. They f- I, I don't remember. It was probably like 10 minutes before they stopped having that discussion. He had four pieces of bread. <laughs> he had four just stacks of bread. And I was like, I don't know what the hell just happened to me, but he won, he won the day. Exponentially better oh my than God. he could have imagined. That kid was insane. At one point, I bought a 24-pack of toilet paper. He somehow took the roll. Like, <laughs> he took the cardboard. I showed John a picture of this before the podcast started. Just the cardboard like, from every roll. It was perfectly taken out. How perfectly do it? executed. It doesn't make sense. He's it doesn't. A, yeah, like, he's a mastermind. It was beautiful. <laughs> Honestly, it was, it was a work of art. Yeah. Shout out. Love you, William. You're the man. <laughs> All right. That was it, boys. That's the story. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I might animate that and Dude. send it to you and see what happens. All right, guys. It's fun being on here. Yep. Later. Thanks for being on. It's been real. It's been easy. Yeah.